his days at McKinsey. Uh, one of those clients was Blue Cross Blue Shield in Michigan. Uh, what is your reaction to that? And are you satisfied with all of the steps that he has taken? Look, I am glad that the mayor has taken these steps. Uh, I think it is really important that as we go into the 2020 election, that we have the best chance to win against Donald Trump. And I think what that's going to be is about prosecuting the case on corruption and drawing the distinction between this administration that is the most corrupt in living memory and being uh, and having a Democratic nominee who is willing to take on that corruption and fight it. I think that's what all of the disclosure should be about. The disclosure today about the kinds of conflicts that candidates are creating in this race. Uh, it's about bundlers. It's about people who are getting special access to the candidates because they've got a lot of money. Uh, it's about political action committees. It's about the things that cause the American people to say, I don't know whose side you're on. We need a candidate who is clearly willing to take on corruption and is on the side of the people. Any reaction to the client list? I'm just, I'm glad he released. Senator, Senator Lewis, Bloomberg has spent $100 million on ads and is polling at 5%. Is that reassuring or concerning? No, I, I don't think that a billionaire ought to be able to buy an election. Uh, you know, it's clear that Michael Bloomberg thinks he can skip the democracy part of an election, getting out and hearing from voters, meeting with them, talking to them and simply reach in his pocket and just keep dropping millions and millions of dollars to buy his way to an election. If that is how uh, a Democratic primary is going to work, if the only people who have a chance to be nominated are either billionaires themselves or spend their time sucking up to billionaires, then we're going to have a democracy that just works better and better for billionaires and doesn't work for anyone else. And are you surprised that he has 5% support at this point in the I think what you're asking me, am I surprised that he can buy an election? Um, because that's sure what he seems to think he can do. Uh, and he thinks he can do that, skipping democracy, and just go straight to spend enough money on TV, and he's going to become the candidate and ultimately the president of the United States. That's not how democracy works. Senator, 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 Senator polling tonight. African Americans, what do you guys plan on doing to combat that? That is required. That's going to be a big part of 2020. I, I didn't hear the first part of your question. The uh, top candidates are polling low among African Americans. What do you guys do? What are you hoping to do to change that? Look, I don't know what other people are doing. Uh, I know what I'm doing, and that is I'm showing up and I'm talking about the issues. I'm reaching out to every voter I possibly can. Um, I have plans that address specific issues that affect African Americans. Uh, economic plans, my student loan debt plan would help close the black-white wealth gap in America. Uh, my investment in historically black colleges and universities would help level the playing field and give students of color a real chance to make it in America. I believe in an America of opportunity, and that means opportunity for everyone. That means opportunity for white Americans and for black Americans, and I'll get out and talk about that every day to every audience I can. Senator, you know, President Trump had some words to say about you tonight at this event. Um, he said that uh, you had words coming out of your quote, fresh mouth and that you 
uh, he doesn't think that you would be able to make it all the way. I'm wondering if you have a reaction to that and what your message to the president would be tonight. Sure, I think the president's sounding really nervous. Um, you know, the president has started talking about my student loan debt forgiveness plan. He started talking about the two cent wealth tax. I think, I think the president is very uneasy, and he should be. So I'm a local reporter and Hi. here in Reno we have a city council um, that just recently released an initiative uh, or that's acting on an initiative called a thousand homes in 120 days. Mm -hmm. That initiative does not include uh, stipulations for affordable housing but is designed to create enough housing so that hopefully you can saturate the market and make housing cheaper. What advice or inputs would you have for local initiatives like this one? So, look, I'm running at the federal level because the housing crisis is felt all across this country. It is acute here in Reno. I've been here on multiple visits and I've seen firsthand uh, how families are doubling up in motel rooms because they simply can't afford housing. Um, I put together a housing plan that would build 3.2 million new housing units all across America with money going to communities like Reno that need a bigger housing supply. The way I focused my housing plan is this is about housing for middle class families, for working families, for the working poor, for the poor poor. Uh, it's about affordable housing for people who are homeless. It's about housing for seniors who want to age in place. Housing for people with disabilities who want to live independently. Housing for people who've been formerly incarcerated. I was just speaking across the room with um, a veteran. Uh, who is disabled and he's very worried about veteran homelessness. We can't solve these problems without putting real money into them. And that's what I commit to do from the federal level to be able to help communities like Reno. Housing has to be a basic right because when people don't have safe and affordable housing, all the other pieces keep breaking apart for health care, for their children's education, for their own job stability. So a huge part of building a future starts with housing, and I'm committed to do that. Okay, okay. last question for the reporter. Hi. Hi. So I've talked to a lot of your supporters uh -huh. about impeachment, and it's important to them that after President Trump comes, well, a new president like Pence, and they don't know if there's enough time to impeach him before the election, and they think maybe we should just wait for an election. How would you encourage them to you know, keep pushing impeachment? Um, the Constitution is quite clear on this point. If the House votes articles of impeachment, which it appears they will do in the next few days, the Constitution says the Senate shall take up the impeachment trial immediately. So this is not a question of deciding to delay it by months. We have constitutional responsibility. And we all swore an oath not to a political party not to political expediency, and not to a particular President of the United States. We swore an oath to uphold the Constitution, and that's what I will do, and I hope everyone else in the Senate will do the same. Okay, thanks everybody. Thank you to Bruce about his first solo event.